to the Secrets of the Self-Made podcast, where lifelong learners share their proven formula to achieving what they desire most. These are the students of Self-Made You, who have invested in a higher education that is arguably more important than any other subject. They have mastered self to overcome obstacles and create what they once thought impossible. Now it's your turn to learn and listen from the student who has become the teacher. Class is now in session. Well, hey there. I am so excited that you have taken the time to listen to another one of the Self-Made You podcast. This is a podcast that I hope inspires everyone in some form or fashion. Um, I have a very diverse clientele, and I think that through the stories of Self-Made Success, you will see yourself. You'll be able to resonate with a circumstance or a thought that you might be having, a feeling that you might be experiencing. And it's my deepest desire to help people understand how to take responsibility for their thoughts, for their feelings, for their actions, and ultimately for their life, for the experience that they're having. And I sometimes think until you see it, being like, you know, until you see it like unfolding outside of yourself, outside of your personal bubble, sometimes it's really hard to understand what's possible. So I have had um, several people on the podcast who have used the mind management and emotional management techniques that we teach within Self Made You um, to overcome all sorts of circumstances. And today, I couldn't be more thrilled to introduce you to Erin Kelly. So Erin and I met back in probably 2014. I actually met her. She didn't know who I was. Um, but we both worked for a company called Cabby. And it's a woman's fashion brand based out of LA. And I was really just trying to cut my teeth on what it, what it looked like to be a successful salesperson within that field. Fashion was really never my thing. Business is. And so I took a stab at it after I left my advertising career. And it was really meant to be kind of a bridge until I was able to start my own business. Long story short, Erin has, she was a power player. It still is a power player within Caddy. She could see what the need was on a lot of different levels, but the way that I had exposure to her was because she developed a program to help consultants really get shows on the books. And so the entire company was very exposed to Aaron's best practices. And that was my you know, initial introduction to Aaron. I've always admired her from afar we eventually became friends through the company and now she's a client she's a student at self-made you and so i wanted her to be able to share with you how she uses the concepts that we teach at self-made you 
Um, and today she's going to share a very powerful story that's steeped in relationships. And I haven't yet had anybody on this show that has been so vulnerable to share such a profound way of using the model. And so um, I'm very grateful, Erin, that you're willing to share your story. Um, if you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself, just where you're from. Tell us about kind of your, you know, what makes you tick, who you are, and, um, and then we'll jump in from there. Well, I'm really happy to be here, Tracy. Thanks so much for inviting me. <clears throat> um, so I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in the inner city. I was uh, raised by a single mom, and uh, we we didn't have a lot. Um, and so um, there are a lot of sort of conversations that go through my head that stem from those th those beginnings, um, and we can talk more about that. But um, I went to college at, at the University of Wisconsin in Madison and then um, got married and moved around the country a lot and um, ended up in Minneapolis and was there uh, for 16 years. That's where I started my cabbie business. I also got divorced and had two little girls, three and five at the time. And so um, cabbie came along and I was able to take that business and um, make it really successful. Um, and raise my kids in the manner that I wanted to, because I just didn't want to not be able to go to the bus and pick them up and uh, go to field trips and all that good stuff. So um, it's been a wonderful, wonderful opportunity, Cabby, for me. But um, but about three years ago, I um, made a huge decision and a big life-changing one. And I and my daughters uh, picked up, uh, sold everything we owned. Uh, rented a small U-Haul and drove across the country with the dogs to um, California. And uh, I joined my family's real estate business here in California, in Northern California, outside of the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, and um, have never looked back and I'm just loving living here. So That's so cool. And I just want to underscore, that's not easy. Obviously, there are so many things that tether us to where we grew up but when you have an established business in one you know place within the united states to pick up and move especially in this line of business is not easy and i have no doubt that you were probably you know very successful in duplicating the kind of success that you had here in the Midwest, but I just want to underscore like the amount of courage that that takes to do that. I mean, outside of all of the personal, you know, circumstances that tether you to, um, you know, a home. So I am thrilled to hear that it was a never look back type situation for you. Yeah, I had a lot of encouragement from family members here and also my daughter who said, I want to go to California and go to college there and mom. So let's go. Um, so she really lit the fire and uh, off we went. That's so cool. So fast forward, what attracted you to self-made you? So um, there's a, a woman on my cabbie team uh, who's who um, I've known for many, many years. As a matter of fact, before I even started cabbie. And um, I was watching her on watching her business just explode and watching her on um, our Zoom calls. And she was just on fire. There was just something knew about it about her um 
And it wasn't just her numbers, which were off the charts um, in terms of the growth in her team and her success. Um, but it was, it was her aura. It was how she looked. It was how she talked. It was just everything. And I started digging into it and somebody, you know, shared with me, yeah, she's taking this, this program through this, this self-made you with Tracy Plushcart. And I said, what? I know Tracy. Um, and so, um, I was going through some things at my, at that time. And I think, and we'll, we'll talk about that. And, and I felt like maybe this would be a, a good, um, kicking off point for something new for me. Yeah. Yeah. So you actually joined the self-made mind and body program that has a, a very strong focus on um, becoming fat adapted so that you can easily, more easily lose weight sustainably. It also has a strong focus on metabolic health so that you have a longer, more healthy life. And it's fascinating how many people I get into the program that really don't have a lot of weight to lose, but there's something within that promise that attracts them. And it could be, you know, taking the responsibility for the mind drama that's going on. In their case, it's often associated with overeating. But when you can kind of step back and look at the bigger picture, a lot of people quickly recognize, I could apply that to anything in my life. I, yes, I, you know, self-profess, I'm somebody who has a lot of mind drama going on. And just by the way, that is every human being that walks the face of this earth. Um, so I have, over the course of the last couple of years, I have been so tickled by the diversity of people we attract. We attract women who are at their ideal weight, but yet they want to learn how to balance out their hormones. We attract women who um, maybe are only five pounds away from being at their ideal weight, but they're really struggling with energy or brain fog, you know, those kind of things. So um, I'll let you share your story of kind of how self-made mind and body um, played out for you. Well, I, I did have weight to lose and, you know, it was sort of the middle of COVID and, um, and I had kind of, you know, done what a lot of people do, which is uh, sit around and eat and drink um, and uh, needed to lose about 30 pounds. I did do that um, through the program and um, have managed to keep most of it off. Um, but I also now know how to take the rest back off if I want to. And uh, I can I can manage manage that much, much more easily in my life. So it's, that was huge. Um, but at the time that I joined and, and, oh, by the way, you know, through, through this, I also like almost tripled my highest income ever this year. And I know that's because of the program and about, and setting this ridiculous goal for myself and, and creating, having my mind work differently than it had in the past and getting out of these stuck thoughts. But the biggest issue I was dealing with when I started um, with Tracy was um, was a rift between my eldest daughter, who was uh, 21 at the time, and uh, myself. And um, where um, we had struggled over the years, over her teenage years, with her depression and my anxiety and uh, all of the things that teenagers and their moms deal with 
Um, and um, it had come to a head uh, in terms of I was worried about how she was managing her life and um, things weren't going well for her and I was concerned. And she expressed to me that that concern showed up in a way that didn't work for her. And, um, you know, specifically, she said, Mom, you worrying about me doesn't help me. It hurts me. And that was something I couldn't understand. And I couldn't figure out how to stop. I couldn't figure out how am I going to stop worrying about this kid who's really, really, really struggling. And um, and everything that I did to, that I thought would, would what might help made things worse. So I went right away to Tracy because the part of the program offered a, a, trace, a coaching session. And I said, I've got to get a handle on this. I frankly was extraordinarily depressed. I was having suicidal thoughts. I was um, just acting really crazy and um, really, really unhappy. And so the mind math, um, uh, we got to work on the mind math um, that Tracy uses, which I love the, that, that terminology. Um, and it made just the most extraordinary difference. Yeah. And you know, I call it mind math because I don't want anybody to layer on any sort of judgment, any sort of unnecessary suffering because they're having thoughts. Thoughts happen. We have a brain that creates thoughts, right? And so if you can just get to the truth of that, if you can understand that that's a fact, that you will always have thoughts. Some of them are more primitive based thoughts that are driving you to stay safe or to seek pleasure or even just to be efficient. But you actually have a choice of how you're going to respond to that thought. And so that's one of the major concepts that I want to instill in all of my clients that just because you're having a thought that might not be working for you, nothing has gone wrong. That doesn't make you a bad person. It's just you haven't been taught yet how to respond. Most of us instinctually react to that thought. And reacting most of the time doesn't end well. So <clears throat> I'm very privileged by the fact that I have clients that come to me with these, what sometimes I would consider extraordinary circumstances so that we can first like lift the veil of shame and then get to work on the math because it's a formula based on data. It's factual. And when you can look at it that way, you can make so much more progress than when you are placing meaning or adding drama to it. You're way more effective. So what was, can you come up with what were some of the thoughts that were generating that worry? Oh, I can tell you exactly. I mean, so she called me and she said, I don't want you to contact me at all anymore. And that means no texting, no calling, no, no, no contact. And I wasn't following that. I, I thought, well, I can send her a quick happy birthday text. My gosh, it's her birthday. And every time I did something like that, it pushed her further and further away. And when I, when she, when, when we finally had this kind of like final call and she said, that's it, I'm done. And I said, well, how long, honey? And she said, 
I don't know, maybe always. And so <laughs> I could cry right now just thinking of that. You never expect to have your child, um, to have a rift between you and your child that may be lifelong. And I knew this kid, she's, she's just stubborn enough to do it. Um, and I, I thought, what am I gonna do? And, and um, I, because of my up, upbringing and all the trauma in my past, I, I have a, a, a tendency, my brain has a tendency to catastrophize, to go to the worst case scenario and make that what I operate from. And so I had, so the circumstance here was my daughter doesn't want to talk to me. And the, 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 the thought that immediately came to my mind that was causing all the suffering and Tracy helped me figure this out was I'm never going to see my daughter again. I'm never going to, I'm never going to, I'm not going to be at her wedding. I'm not going to know my grandchildren. I'm never going to see her again. And that was leading to suicidal thoughts. That was leading to just misery. That was leading to crazy behavior. I'd stand outside my other daughter's bedroom while they were on the phone together and listen so I could get one kernel of information. And, you know, I was doing all this just insane stuff. And I, you know, I couldn't follow her direction. <laughs> I was making it worse. And so um, that, you know, that led to act, those actions of just being insane and doing these crazy things and not getting out of bed and, and then, you know, all that did was push her further and further away. Yeah. yeah. And that awareness, <clears throat> even though some people might look at that result and really take a downward spin on it. Aaron's brilliant mind saw it as this is the formula that's playing out. This is data. This is what's actually happening you unveiled a truth that then gave you back the power when you were feeling out of control when you were feeling victim it's very difficult to create an experience or a result that you want but the minute you can see it see the truth in it of what's actually playing out you can step into the control and that's exactly what you did so yeah. tell us what happened. So we uh, kind of fleshed out a new thought and the thought was so powerful for me. Um, the thought was instead of, I'm never gonna see my daughter again. The thought was Zoe and I are taking some time to learn and grow. And just saying that right now, just brings this peaceful, calm feeling over me because what that did for me was it, it had me go, okay, this isn't forever. This is just some time. She needs some time. I need some time. And it allowed me in this really crazy way, it allowed me to let go of the worry because it was like, okay, for now, she's taking that on herself and I'm, and I'm going to take on my own stuff for now and we'll figure it out and we'll both learn and grow and then we'll come back together. Um, and so having that thought allowed me um, to just 
to, to listen to what she wanted, right? To not have her, um, to not contact her, to not think about it, to not worry about it, to know it was temporary and to just work on myself and hopefully uh, be the kind of mom person that she wanted to have back in her life. So I lost 30 pounds and I got my business going like crazy, like gangbusters. And I, you know, added some exercise to my life and I focused on myself and my friends and I, you know, just uh, let her do her thing. On the other side of it, the stuff that I didn't know, cause I didn't, I, I, nobody, I mean, my younger daughter was, she was not allowed to talk to me about her sister, you know? And so it was just like, okay. Um, what I didn't know was she, my, Zoe had um, gotten some health help. Um, she um, had um, gotten a job. She um, found a new apartment on her own that um, allowed her to live in the manner which she wanted to. Um, and things were really, really kicking off in her life. And, um, and I, I really accept that that was, that I was holding her back, that I ha I was operating as if she couldn't do it on her own. And giving her this time allowed her the space to go do it on her own. So yeah. it, it, it's been, and, um, you know, a few months ago, she reached back out to me and said, hey, I hear you're doing some great things, mom. I'm really proud of you. And um, asked me for a little help with something, and uh, which is more than thrilled to give. And so um, our relationship now is so strong. And she calls me and talks through things with me. And um, and she's just soared in her life. She's just doing so, so well. I'm so proud of her. That is fantastic. And I do want to say, even if you would have had a different result or a different experience, maybe not the experience that you were looking for or the result that you were looking for, I have no doubt that you would still be able to manage that circumstance, right? right. One of the things that I love to do is I love to take my clients through, okay, well, we're thrilled that you were able to create the result that you wanted. But let's just talk about had that not played out that way, now what? Because by doing that, by taking the clients and students through that exercise, they find the evidence that they get to choose how they're going to think and feel. And it's so empowering. And they can bring that forward to any circumstance. It doesn't need to be relationships. It could be your personal health. It could be your professionalism. Personally, I like to take these concepts and apply them to different areas of your life so that you have that like comprehensive understanding. You actually get good and you get fast at being able to take that kind of responsibility. But without a doubt, 
should this have played out differently or should it play out differently down the road? I know that you are equipped with that skill set and it may not always be front and center of this is what I need to be thinking and feeling, but you will always have that gift of recognizing you have a human brain and human brains will always offer you primitive thoughts first. Those will never go away. So I always want to manage the expectations that coming to work at Self-Made You, like working on yourself does not mean or guarantee that those primitive thoughts will go away. They won't. You don't want them to. You want a primitive brain that actually keeps you safe when in, you know, when you're in need of be being safe. You want to have an, an understanding of why it's happening and you want to have the control and the wherewithal that should you choose a different experience, you can create that for yourself. You want to have a sense of responsibility that you can take control should you choose to. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I've used, I've, I've used this technique or this process, um, so many times, uh, since then for so many different things. And, um, and really learn have learned to kind of stop and breathe and question my thinking and just knowing that my any any negative emotion i have is is the clue that i should challenge my thinking on on something because it's often the negative emotion is very often the result of um kind of faulty thinking and so challenging that and, and questioning that um, has become a habit for me now and um, something that's really important in my life. Yeah, I just wanna spotlight that. I wanna highlight that for all of you who are listening for the secret, <laughs> the secret of self-made success. Say it one more time. What is it, Erin? You know, noticing when I have a negative emotion um, or a problem and then stopping and breathing and then um, sitting down and, and sort of thinking through the, the thought that I'm having that's leading to that negative emotion and really and then really questioning that. Is it real? Is that true? Um, is there another way to look at this? And, um, and stopping my monkey brain from running the show um, and taking my, you know, my innate intelligent brain and, um, and having that be the one that's in charge. Yeah. Beautiful. So when you hear me say that you are an extraordinary example of what it means to be self-made, I'm so curious to know what's the thought that comes up? Well, I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's, I've lived a long, pretty long life now. And a lot of that was on autopilot and was at, as and I allowed myself to be, be run by my circumstances. Um, and I didn't know how to um, take those circumstances and shift my thinking around them and, and, and thereby create a different result. And, and now I do. And I think that's the definition of self-made. I am, uh, I am in control of my life and, um, my thinking 
and I'm in control of my results. Um, and so, you know, the way that I want to live, I want to be creating my life and creating my future. And that's what self-made means to me. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I admire you so much. I admire the courage. I, on a lot of different levels, um, the courage to even see that there was a circumstance that you actually had control over to bring it forward, to be willing to work on it. So many people are so afraid of even looking at their mind, even questioning their mind. So I'm so inspired by your courage. Um, you have mentored several of our self-made youth students. And I always, when I'm assigning mentors to mentees, I always think to myself, you know, this mentee is so lucky to have you as a role model. So I just want to publicly say that and to let you know how much I admire you and um, I'm inspired by you. And I really appreciate the fact that you were willing to share your secrets. Undoubtedly, there are people out there that have relationship circumstances that have no idea that they can be in the driver's seat should they choose to. So thank you for being such a great example of that. Thanks for all you do, Tracy. Appreciate you. If you are ready to overcome your biggest obstacles and create what you once thought impossible, I want to invite you to join the Self-Made Mind and Body program, where you will learn how to master yourself. It's the only thing that stands in the way of what you want most. Learn more at www.self-made and the letter u.com.